a front row seat to the untold stories as we talk about how to live life on your terms. You're officially part of the inner circle. Welcome to Courtside with Courtney. And don't worry, I comped your ticket. Today is a Wednesday, but it feels like a Monday because my brain is still in holiday mode somehow. It's the middle of January and I feel like it's December 21st. My brain needs to catch up. My body's ready to go. And I'm talking all about mindset, my goals, intentions, everything for 2024. I can't believe it's 2024, you guys. We are in for a treat today with yours truly, a solo episode talking about the new year, anxiety, how I like to handle when I feel like I'm in a rut, my mindset for the new year, and all sorts of good things. We're going to spill the tea and get to getting. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside with Courtney. Let's do it. All right, my personal New Year's goals. I want to get granular with you guys and really talk about these in part because this will help me hold myself accountable. I don't know if I'm going to call these goals as much as it is just intentions and a mindset and what I want for myself for the new year. I have them sort of divided up into buckets mentally. My main thing though for the whole year is that I want to remain really internally balanced and grounded feeling. I want to almost create what feels like a little force field of positivity and goodness around myself and not let people's negative energy fuck with me. Like that's my main goal for this year. And I also have like a plan of execution about how I want to do that. And we're going to get really into that as well. For me, it's all about wanting to feel my best most of the time. Now, obviously everybody has hard days and I do have specific things that I personally like to do when I have a hard day to kind of shake myself out of it, reframe things, get out of a rut, which I think is very helpful because for me, if I start off my day like on a bad foot, it's all downhill from there. And we all know those days and it's just not fun. So I really want to focus this year on remaining really grounded and focused sort of within myself so that I can go and be the best version of myself in general, whether that is as a mom, as a friend in my career, I want to be able to show up as the best version of myself for myself and everybody around me this year. And the way that I like to do that is to stay really grounded. I am a very empathetic person and sometimes being naturally empathetic. I just, things take me down. Like someone is having a bad day and I'll engage with them and ask about it. And it takes me down for the whole day. So I kind of just want to learn to create this little bubble around myself. And part of that is my morning routine. So let's just start there. I love a good morning routine. Now I'm not so crazy rigid about it personally, but there are things that I like to do within every morning that I do find help me have my most successful best days, defining successful loosely, just like I'm happiest, things go the best, I'm the most productive. I just feel my best when I do a couple things in the morning. One is I like my coffee. I wanna wake up, I set an alarm, but sometimes I wake up before my alarm. It just completely depends. And I have these lamps by my bed. I'll post a picture on my Instagram, but they swoop up basically and the light goes straight up to the sky and it almost casts this really like warm orange glow around the whole room. I think having good lighting like that, especially in the morning and at night is really important. I used to just use my overhead lights and honestly that just sort of spikes 
my cortisol really early in the morning. And a therapist told me that one time, sort of change up your lighting. And I think that that can make a huge difference. So I love those warmer, they're regular colored lights, but it's the warm kind. And I like those in the morning. I wake up, I have a glass of water. I like to have my AG1 and I like my Armra. I really can tell a difference. Honestly, you guys, I... I want them to sponsor this podcast. So shout out to Armra and Athletic Greens. Um, But for real, I feel like my hair is growing and I think that my skin is looking really good. I'm also doing other things, obviously for hair growth and for my skin, but I do feel like my gut health feels good. I have more energy. So I like to take those two things in the morning. And then I also like to have my coffee. Specifically right now, I'm very into pour over coffee. My best friend, Natalie taught me the pour over game. Basically, you wake the beans up a little, so you pour a little hot water on them, and it's called waking the beans up. I think it's because you don't want to burn them, but if you think about anywhere where you get your coffee, sometimes you can tell when the coffee's burnt, and I'm not a barista, so don't quote me on this, but I think, especially when you're making it at home, it tastes more burnt if you add the really hot water to all of it like too quickly. So I just like to add a little bit of it and then I drain it down. I'll link in my LTK for you guys the pour over coffee that I have, um, the maker or like the glass as well as the filters because those are important as well. And then my brother actually got me a coffee subscription for Christmas and I've been trying new coffees every month. So I just got my first one a couple of days ago and I'm very into it. Ironically, it's brewed in Austin, which is random, but the coffee's from Mexico and it is delicious. So I like to switch up the actual coffee. And then I have this at home creamer that I like to make. You're gonna need a frother, a cup, heavy whipping cream, maple syrup, vanilla, and then some cinnamon. I just start and I pour the heavy cream in a cup and then I add a little bit of cinnamon, decent amount of maple, nothing crazy, and some vanilla, froth it all up. Kinsley really likes to help me with that. And then I make the coffee and I pour that over. It's almost like a at-home cold foam, I guess, maybe more than a creamer. I like it on top so that when you drink it, you get the cold foam and then you get the hot coffee. But obviously you can mix it in like a regular creamer as well. And the Armra whisk is my favorite or like the handheld blender thing, whatever that's called. Is it a whisk? That's my favorite to blend it with. You don't want to put it in the sink. I fucked it up. I made that mistake and left it in the sink and then it struggled for a couple of days. She did recover, thankfully, but just rinse it off and then get it out of the sink pretty much immediately. But that helps and it gets like thicker and creamier. It's somewhere between creamer at home whipped cream and a cold foam. I love having that on my coffee. And then I sit on my higher dose mat. I like it to be at three. I'm obsessed. My friend Leah turned me on to the higher dose mat and she's actually friends with Lauren, the founder of higher dose. And I think we're going to try to get Lauren on the podcast. I don't know as much about it, but it makes me feel good. That is what I do know. It gives me energy and it makes me feel good. Unless I want to do it at night, then it calms me down. It's just amazing. I actually really feel like it's helped with anxiety. It's calming. It's pretty next level. So, and I just got their red light mask, which Natalie swears by as well. So I'm going to try that out and I'll let you know what I think. Um, But I'm going to try to get Lauren on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. I think it'll be a lot of fun because from what I hear, she is an absolute wealth of knowledge. So I have my drinks in the morning and I really try to drink the entire thing of athletic greens and the Armra because I'm admittedly not the best person at drinking water. I will have like 15 glasses around the house at any given point and they're all like 70% full. So I trying to be better about actually drinking because I can tell a difference in everything when I'm hydrated. My voice, like my neck doesn't feel good. My workouts aren't as strong. Like hydration is so important and we all know that. But if you really think about how much water you're consuming, at least if you're like me, it's probably not nearly enough. So 
really want to drink my water. And then I like to get dressed. I want a cute ass outfit and I'm going to go to the gym. I work out kind of far away from my house most days, but it's nice because on the way there, I'll either call a friend and catch up, check in, or I'll listen to like a new playlist that I put together. Curating playlists is oddly cathartic for me. I love it. And then, or I'll listen to a podcast, something like that in the morning on my way on my drive. And I drink my coffee on the drive. I go work out at the gym and I try to get something in, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I try to be pretty consistent about it. This year though, I want to up my weights back. Honestly, after I had my boobs done, I've felt like kind of weak ever since. I feel like my legs are getting stronger and my abs, but like my upper body just feels kind of weak. And so I want to get stronger again. I've also been into Pilates. I'll do Pilates one time a week. Typically I'm thinking about upping it to two or at least upping it to two on my non Kinsley weeks. I also love to do things like hop in a really hot shower. When I get back, I know cold showers are better for you, but I just can't get on board. I love a hot shower, like steaming, almost burning me hot. And then I like to do my makeup. I feel like the time I start in the morning when I start my makeup, the time that I start to the end, I'm in like such a better mood. It's me time. And again, like all of this is, I talked about this on another episode, but I'm all about putting your air mask on before you can go and help other people on the airplane. And I think that's what this year is about for me, like really doing that self-care, having those self-love moments, centering myself so I can go out and I can be the most effective I can be at work. I can be the best mom, show up for my friends. And a lot of that looks like starting my day personally with a really solid routine. So those are things I like to do. I think the key here though, is being consistent without beating yourself up. There's a fine line between being consistent and being rigid. And I like to be consistent with it so that I'm doing things in a routine personally helps me like have my best days, as I've said, but I I don't want to be so stern and rigid with myself that I beat myself up. Um, and I'm negative when I can't make it to the gym or shit just happens, you know, like today I couldn't go to the gym. I knew I was going to be in the studio. I wanted to film this podcast for you guys. And so instead I did like 15 minutes of abs and some arms on a mat at home. And I called it a day. Alongside that goal, I want to show up in my relationships, whether it's like a romantic relationship or as a mom for my friends, as the best version of myself. And a lot of that looked like cutting people out last year, honestly. And the type of people I cut out and the things I cut out last year have helped me so much moving into the new year. And I have a no bullshit, like a no tolerance for bullshit at this point in my life. I'm 36 years old and I just don't want to deal with it. So cutting out things I cut out last year, people, I felt like were very one-sided friendships where I felt like I was the only one reaching out or putting in the effort people that I couldn't trust. That was a huge one for me. I think if you have an instinct and a gut feeling about somebody and you don't think that you can trust them, you probably can't, whether it's a relationship or a friendship, those people just have to go. I have no tolerance for it or patience for it at this point in my life. If I can't trust you, I don't have time for you. I, I feel like I barely have time for the people that I want to make time for that are so incredibly important to me that the last thing that I am going to do in 2024 is give people time and energy that don't deserve it. So cutting out negative people, because again, people's negativity just takes me down. And there's a huge difference in having a bad day. We all have bad days and you need your friends and you need your people to show up for you. And you need people in your life that you can just call and complain and cry and say, today sucks and this is hard. And there's a big difference in that and just being an inherently negative person. 
And people that are inherently negative are very difficult to be around. For me specifically, I just hate it because I feel like it's too much. So that's another thing that I'm not tolerating in 2024 because it will take me down. Like my whole day is fucked by somebody that is negative. So for me, I just can't do it. So negative people, people who I can't trust, people who gossip too much about other people. There's again, a difference in talking about your life or sharing things with your best friend and not knowing how to bond any other way than talk shit about people. You know, like there's a difference in us telling a story and just blatantly being mean. And again, I just don't have time for that. So those are all things I cut out and I'm feeling so much happier and more free. I'm also over, over, over committing. I don't want to overcommit to things. I want to have my calendar filled with things that I'm excited to do. And we all have things we don't want to do from time to time, of course. But if I'm really just not feeling going out, I'm not going to go. So I want to lean into having JOMO instead of FOMO this year. Another thing that's high on my list for mindset is all about making things a little bit more beautiful. I think last year I stripped things away. I cut things out. I didn't worry about things being perfect. And now that I'm feeling grounded in who I am and what I want, I want to add the beauty back into life. I want to doodle more. I want to journal at night, but with colored pens and make little drawings on the outside. I want to have flowers in my house. That's the whole thing about my morning coffee too. I want it to be beautiful. I want it in a mug that I like. I just want things to be aesthetic because it makes me happy. And I know it's something that's so small. And again, it can't always be accomplished, but I'm ditching all of like the plates that I hate in my house. I want it to be plates that I'm excited to cook dinner on and, and plate things on and just make everything a little bit more beautiful and aesthetic and fun. You know, I think that's going to be major for me this year as well. I made a mood board. I did it on New Year's Day. Kinsley and I went and it's kind of like a vision board, I guess. But we went and we got a bunch of magazines, a poster board, some fun stickers, glue. And I made a physical mood board and a vision board. You could also do it on your phone. You could use Canva. You can go to Pinterest, find pictures there. So you could do it physically or you could just do it on your phone, whatever makes you happy. But I wanted to make something like that because I did it a couple of years ago and it was actually transformative for me. It was huge. I realized that I made it and I put it somewhere where I could see it every day, sort of unintentionally. I just thought it was beautiful and I wanted to hang it in my office. And I set it there and I looked at it like a year and a half later and I had accomplished every single thing. Everything that I set out to do, it was almost like it was seeping into my brain just by looking at it every day unintentionally. And so I made a new one this year and I'm going to put it probably in my office or my bathroom, my closet, like somewhere where I go frequently and put it there and just kind of look at it. It almost, it happens through inception. It's crazy. You can manifest things by just seeing them every day like that. Obviously it takes more work, but I can do a whole episode on that. If you guys are interested and you want, let me know, leave a comment. But honestly, I just want to be able to see my overall vibe for the year. And so I did it physically like that, but again, you could do it on Canva. And then since I did it physically, I took a picture of it and it's the current background on my phone and I love it. If you're watching on Spotify, hold on, let me clear out this text real quick. I'm not ready to spill that tea yet. Okay. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'll hold it up and hopefully you guys will be able to see it. Otherwise, maybe I'll post it on my story, but I just cut everything out. I added things that inspired me, whether it was an outfit or a color or a quote or a word. 
sunsets, whatever it is. And I put it and I glued it all together. I like to lay it and I do it on a huge poster board and I like to lay almost the base. So I focus on colors and to me, what looks really aesthetically pleasing. And then I layer the words and the specific images on top, hang it somewhere and it makes the biggest difference. But my tip is to put it on the background of your phone or your iPad, your computer and look at it every day just by starting on that screen. The text is making me smile a little. Um, just by putting it on the screen like that and seeing it before you unlock it, it makes the world of difference. So do that. And I feel like it's huge. Also make different playlists throughout the year. You can make like a wind down playlist. You could do a gym playlist. You could do like a wake up, something for your different moods. You can continue to add to it. That's also been so major because no matter what my mood is, I have a playlist, like a go-to for that mood. And it's just easy. And then you can add to it and change it throughout the year, but you're setting yourself up for success because you're kind of ready to rock with whatever your mood is. And I love that. I find that whenever I have anxiety and I get off balance or out of kilter, or I just don't feel like I'm grounded, there are a couple of things I like to do to recenter myself. So a couple of the things I like to do to recenter myself are I like to go for a walk. If I haven't had a workout that morning, especially I go for a little walk, it could literally be around the block, but I go for a walk and I like to call one of my best friends, whether it's to talk about something or just to ask about their day, sometimes getting out of your own way really helps. And I think for me, that's like asking someone else, like, how are you doing? Fill me in. And then you can fill them in on what you're going through as well. Obviously get their two cents if it's someone that you trust and that you love, but really just kind of get out of your own way and out of your own head, get out of the house, get vitamin D, drink some water. Again, I like to sit on my mat if I'm feeling anxious. I like to just take a couple deep breaths, but some things that help me that I are actually avoiding things. So I have a specific little avoid list. And if I'm feeling anxious and I'm starting off my day feeling that way or later in the day, I feel that way. These are things that I like to avoid that really help me become less anxious. Obviously, if you're struggling with extreme anxiety, talking to someone and getting help is going to be the best thing to do. I'm obviously not a therapist, but these are the things that work for me. So I like to avoid caffeine. I feel like whenever I'm over caffeinated, I get more anxious. So finding that balance of like enjoying my morning coffee or my energy drink without being so over caffeinated that it gives me anxiety is major. Less drinking. I feel like the older I've gotten, if I get drunk, honestly, I feel really anxious the next day. So I like to do that definitely more in moderation. I've never been a huge drinker in general, but doing that in moderation, I think is pretty major. The anxiety is real. Avoiding negative people. I just, again, I don't fuck with negative people in 2024. That's out. Overextending myself. It's okay to say no. It's okay to switch up a plan. If you have to, if you're feeling anxious, you do not have to go. You don't have to feel stuck. I think all in all, reminding yourself that if you do feel anxious or if you're just feeling down, that you're not stuck in any given situation. Things can always change and you can choose something different. Life is a series of choices and every single day you get to wake up and choose something and you can choose something new. If what you're doing isn't working for you, you get to choose again. And I think that's a really cool thing about life. I remember when I was dating my boyfriend in high school, which was one of the ones that my mom liked for some tea, if anybody was curious. Um, but my high school boyfriend, who was like my high school sweetheart, my first love, all the things, we're still friends to this day, which is cool. 
But I remember just feeling like really heartbroken. He was going to college and my mom was like, the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Like it's going to be okay. And you feel when you're younger too, like there's always this big emotions. You have all these hormones and everything feels like the end of the world. But I think that's still true as an adult. The sun is going to rise tomorrow. And sometimes you get an early night's sleep, you drink a lot of water, avoid caffeine, say fuck the plans and negative people and the sun rises, tomorrow is a new day and you get to make a new choice. You can surround yourself with the people that you wanna surround yourself with. You get to do whatever you want. So find those habits and things that help you because tomorrow is a new day and it can be for you too. Back to things I'm avoiding, scrolling. I'm so guilty of this, you guys. My screen time is embarrassing. It's so bad. And in part, it's obviously my job. And I love being in the DMs and talking to you guys in the TikTok comments and podcast reviews and all these things. I love looking at that, but it is also a total energy suck. And if you're not in the mental space and you don't have the capacity to deal with it, it's okay. Stop scrolling. So I'm trying to institute more boundaries with myself about scrolling less. For me, that looks like not scrolling first thing in the morning and not scrolling like late at night because I, it just gets sucked into this hole. And before I know it, I'm, I've been on TikTok for an hour and maybe I've seen a new recipe, found three trending songs and like learned some tea about somebody that I have no idea who they are, but like, I'm not better for it. I can already tell I'm so much happier when I put my phone down at night and I just leave it there. It's okay. Also, if you feel like you're going to be too tempted like that, leave your phone in another room, at least for a little while, or leave it next to you. Do something else. Read a book, draw, journal, call a friend, watch a new show. Just honestly, anything else besides getting sucked into that vortex after a certain time. I feel like around nine o'clock is when I'm starting to try to wind down. Anything before that, I'm typically still working, honestly. But at that point, like I try to just sort of shut off for the day. Let's get into some questions from you guys. I want to get in a really good habit of speaking of routines, of doing questions from you guys, taking a couple of those, answering them at the end of the solo podcast. I think it's really fun. Every episode getting to connect with you guys and just chat. There's some really good ones on here. Honestly, this first one is a total mind fuck. Would you rather start over by fast forwarding five years or rewinding 10 years? That is so crazy. My first gut instinct was like, if you rewind 10 years, my dad would be there. I could cut out a lot of the hurt that I had to go through, but like, I wouldn't be the same person I am today. And Kinsley wouldn't be there. So I almost think I have to fast forward five years, but that's also terrifying too. Cause then I'd have to miss the next five years of her life, but I'd rather miss five years than not have her at all. So I think I would have to fast forward five years, which brings me to Another question, which would just be like, where is life going to be in five years? I've never been that person. I have goals and I have professional things that I do to accomplish my goals. I'm really proud of where I am in my career and all the things that I've done in the past 10 years. It's absolutely crazy. And I never thought I'd be where I am, but I've definitely done things to get here, which I can do a whole business and entrepreneurship and like women in business episode, just talking about workshop for you guys. If you're curious, please let me know and comment, but I can't imagine not having Kinsley. So like I would have to go forward, but where am I going to be? I've never been the person to be like in five years from now, I will have this person and be married and do that. And I just have never really thought about my life in those terms. I set a goal, but I, I think they're a little bit closer thinking that far in advance is daunting to me. 
And that question fucked me up. Okay. Shields is your middle name, but it was Liz's maiden name. Why that and not your real last name? So Shields is my mom's maiden name and is my real legal middle name. I've always gone by Courtney Shields, even when I was little. My maiden name is Atia, and it's really hard for people to pronounce and spell. It's Lebanese. My dad even went by a different name for business himself. It's just it difficult for people for whatever reason. And so I kind of just saw from a young age, it was a bit of a hassle. And I've always been Courtney Shields. Always been that bitch, still that bitch. Update on the good date that you went on. The date was really good. And there have been many more of those good dates since that date. And things are going well. That's the update on that. When are more Dibs products launching? Very soon. And there is a lot of good stuff coming up. You guys are not going to want to miss it. We have so many amazing launches, categories you've never gotten into, new colors of products that you guys already know and love. There's so much new stuff coming. So definitely stay tuned. It's going to be an amazing year for dibs. Mental health. I feel like I talked about that a lot in this episode. I'm feeling great right now. I'm feeling the best I've felt in a long time. I feel hopeful and excited and positive and grounded. And I think a lot of it has to do with things we talked about in this episode. I feel so grateful for my friend group right now. I feel like I finally have really good friends that I love and I trust and have kind of cut out all the fringe. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I think trimming the fat is really, really important. Start off by decluttering your life. That could mean your physical space. That could mean decluttering your friend group. That could mean breaking up with somebody. I've said it before and I'll say it again. A breakup is sometimes a really good thing. Can be hard, but it's also so much harder to stay unhappy with the wrong person. So whether that's friendship breakups or actual romantic breakups, clearing out stuff in your house, if you just have too much clutter in any area of your life, it's really hard to focus in and put your energy and your intention in attention on the right thing. So really clear out that clutter, start there, and then re-listen to the beginning of this episode all about like routines and getting in a good swing of things. I think that will help a lot. How painful was your boob job considering getting one done after I'm having kids? It's painful, but I would do it all over again, honestly. I love them. Again, I'm not going to tell someone to have surgery or do anything. You're all amazing as you are. We know that. But I'm also a big proponent of do what you want to do, do what makes you happy and do you at the end of the day. So I'm not here to judge either way, no matter what. I always want this to be like a safe space for you guys. So I am going to answer questions like this. If it's not for you, use a little 15 second fast forward thing. But for me personally, I love them. And it was painful because I had a lift and an implant. And so it's more of an intense surgery than just getting a lift, but I needed, or just getting an implant, sorry. But I needed the lift um, because my boobs were big. Naturally, they just were saggy. So I really needed that. It was painful, but I would do it all over again. And it's not that crazy. Like it, it hurts, but you expect it to hurt. They're cutting you. So it definitely sucks, but I think worth it in the long run. Um, if it's really going to help your confidence, if you feel strongly about it, it's the kind of thing that is not a rash decision. You really need to think about it. And if you've decided that that's something that you really want to do, then I'm here for you. I love that for you. How do you respond to feedback that hurts your feelings, but is true dealing with this now? Ooh, I think responding to feedback that's true but still hurtful is always going to be hard no matter how you slice it. But I think if you're 
in a good mental headspace and you know that the comment and the feedback is coming from a place of love, it's a lot easier to respond to it. So I think it depends too how the the feedback is delivered to you. If someone handles something and they're mean about it or they're rude about it, it's a lot easier to get offended and defensive. But I think if someone comes to you from a loving place and gives you feedback, it's easier to accept it and take it. I think that you have to realize that at the end of the day, your goal, my goal, and everyone's goal, I believe, should be to be the best version of themselves. And so if it's something that you recognize and you see and you want to improve on, just have the baseline understanding that it's okay not to be perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. The person who gave you the feedback isn't perfect. Nobody is. That's life. And it's kind of a beautiful thing about life too. Like we're always all improving and working. And so having a mindset of like that you want to be the best version of yourself, it's a lot easier to take that in and not feel offended by that, especially the person's coming from a good loving place. Just realize, you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, and you can even say that at the end of the day, I'm not perfect. Thank you for the feedback. I'll work on it. Like I hear you. And that's something that I'll work on moving forward. I think owning it, there's a lot of power in owning it. There are so many things that like I suck at and I'll just be like, you know what? I do need to work on that. Like, thanks for the feedback. I'm on it. I'm not going to be perfect at it tomorrow, relieving the pressure on yourself a little too. I'm not going to be perfect at it by tomorrow, but I'm going to work on it. And I appreciate you being honest and letting me know where you stand. Again, especially if someone delivers it in a kind way saying like, thank you for telling me that because it's difficult sometimes to give other people feedback too. So I would just say, try to handle it gracefully, take a deep breath and say, you know what? And and Hey, maybe it hurt your feelings. Like, Hey, be honest. That hurts my feelings. What I see where you're coming from, I get it and I'll work on it. 30 year old single girls. Where are we finding the men? I did a whole TikTok rant about this. I was like, where are all the good men? Seriously? It's tough out there. I hear you. I see you. And I feel you. I like to meet men all over. When I'm single, I like to meet men all over. I think it just depends on your vibe. But I would say it's also important to think about where not to meet men. Probably not going to meet, I mean, you might, but if you're in your 30s, like you probably aren't going to meet the love of your life drunk at a bar at 1 a.m., grocery stores, coffee shops, workout classes, sitting outside certain places, going to happy hours, hotel bars, having a drink at say six o'clock, grab one of your girlfriends. So it's a little bit less intimidating to come talk to you. Something like that, where you're, you're putting yourself in positions where people can say hi to you, or you can say hi to them going on walks, being outside. I like to sit outside when I'm eating. I feel like people can come up to you a little bit. It's like a little bit less intimidating that way. Those are a couple of my favorite places. Oh, hot take the golf course, the driving range. So many men at the driving range. Also apps. Like I think it's really viable to meet people on an app. I would say if you do meet people on an app though, because so many of them are not the people, but the apps are trash. Um, try to get off the app as soon as possible, like meet them for a coffee or a drink or something along those lines, see if you like them. And then you can continue talking and texting. Like you don't want to stay talking to them in the app. That's probably an episode in and of itself, but golf course, coffee shops, grocery stores, workout classes, the gym is no, don't shit where you eat. That's a hard no. If you, if you meet someone at a workout class, like go someplace that you don't always go. Cause again, you don't want to shit where you eat. Like if you live in an apartment, no workout class you usually go to, no, you're going to regret it at some point, unless you end up marrying the person, which obviously the, not to be pessimistic, but like the chances are slim. <laughs> it's true. 
What's the most worth it thing you've done for yourself beauty wise? There's so much out there. Ooh, I'm going to get shit on for this one. Lips. I love my lips. People either love them or hate them. In general, I feel like a lot of people get their lips on these days. It's just about if people are honest or not. I've always been upfront about these type of things, beauty treatments and things with you guys. And that is one thing that obviously we all know that I've had done and I love them and I don't regret it one bit. Thank you guys for hanging out with me for another episode of Courtside with Courtney. Don't forget to follow along with the podcast and review. Drop us a good review. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.